Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Holly. Happy Friday, Dirt hey. Alert. Lori Our and favorite Brittany. Dirt Alert. Yay. Yes, and Grant, too. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Adele's Las Vegas residency that may not go forward at all. So the Daily Mail and TMZ reporting that Caesars Palace and Live Nation are trying to reach a deal with Adele over various disputes after her argument with the designer of the show. Okay, we'll fire her. The designer. Yeah. Step one. Step one. communicate to your management team and stop being a baby about the sound system. Who's ever being a baby? Because that was one of the things. They wanted a whole new sound system. I'm sorry, Caesars Coliseum has had nothing but great people perform. No one would be performing there if it had a crappy sound system. Well, right, and think of some of the legends who have had residencies at Caesars Caesar's Palace and continue to do so. You know, on the Caesars Palace website, people, the rotating roster right now, I believe, is like Sting, uh, Rod Stewart mm-hmm. and uh, you know Keith Urban now is yeah. part of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, lots of people have performed at the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, and big time people. So mm-hmm. that's an issue now. They're trying to work something out, but at this point, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if they move forward with this show at all. Well, she should be thinking of her fans because I don't think fans want to wait until 2023. And I think maybe she shouldn't be. Maybe Live Nation shouldn't be your partner. I feel like people had pushed her to do a show and she's so in lust and she didn't really pay much attention to all the details and she didn't realize that there was going to, you know, there's going to be a choir and the walking on the water. She doesn't need all those bells and whistles. Right. And if it seems like it stressed her out. So why have that kind of a show? Just give the people what they want. A <laughs> give, piano, a microphone, some string instruments, and a high stool. Give the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Adele's out, and Keith Urban is in at Caesars Palace. Yeah, but it's only four dates. Think of all the money they're losing. They've got to get those other ten dates. We're wondering oh, yeah. if it'll be Cher and maybe Miley Cyrus taking a few dates. Oh, well, that would be fabulous. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, Super that would, fun. That that would be great. Yeah. And, and with all of this stuff, too, it's really, you know, thinking about how popular the Adele residency was going to be, thinking about all the workers who were in Las Vegas, all the people who are planning on going out there, all the hotel the, rooms that yes. were sold. And, yeah, yeah. So it just kind of cascades. Uh, Sean Penn is making headlines this afternoon. Oh, that can't be good. 
It's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, he told a British paper that he feels American men have become, quote, quite feminized because uh, of, quote, cowardly genes. Gross. Oh, it must be hard to be him. It must be. It's exhausting to see, watch him. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah, yep. So this what is, is a, he promoting? Because he made a reference a couple weeks ago in an interview Remember when he was said that Billy Bob Dunn caught, caught a fish or whatever that stupid book he wrote? <laughs> oh, yeah, Big Billy Bass. Like, whatever it was, and it was all these musings from him and just like this existential stuff. What is he promoting that he keeps talking about the feminization of men's interior lives? Well, I think he's still promoting the movie he directed, Flag Day. Oh, the one mm. the Gulf that her father was the con man, the Gulf from Minnesota, and his daughter's in. That's right. Dylan Penn, Sean Penn's daughter, stars in this. Sean Penn uh, wrote and directed this mm. movie. And, uh, yeah, he must be selling that over in the U.K. Because these are where all these interviews are coming from. Where Sean Penn told the news outlet I over in the U.K. He said, quote, I'm in the club that believes that men in American culture have become wildly feminized. Now, Sean Penn goes on to say, quote, I don't think that being a brood or having insensitivity or disrespect for women is anything to do with masculinity or ever did, but I don't think that in order to be fair to women, we should become them. Oh, oh well, now he can he Ben Affleck hold my beer. I mean, right. hold my Coke. Yeah, right. Hold my Diet Coke. Right? Hold my Lacroix. Uh, I just can't. Oh, but wait! Oh, oh stop, no. Holly. There's more. No, okay. Make Keep it telling stop. him. Keep telling him. Oh uh, well, Sean Penn also said, "quote." I have these very strong women in my life who do not take masculinity as a sign of oppression towards them. Then he adds, Sean Penn, quote, there are a lot of, I think, cowardly genes that lead to people surrendering their genes and putting on a skirt. What does that even... uh, It doesn't mean anything. He's just talking out of his arse. But uh, let me tell you what, you wouldn't have... How about the interview where Elizabeth McGovern said Sean Penn, when she was engaged him, he was exhausting. But she also said he was a Hollywood guy who was pretending he wasn't a Hollywood guy. Think, I mean, he's, I think all the women in his life, including his current 28-year-old wife, would disagree with him. They would like him to get a little bit more in touch with his feelings. That's interesting that Elizabeth McGovern said that he was a Hollywood star who was acting like he wasn't a Hollywood star. Well, that perfectly encapsulates Sean Penn. It, yeah, does, it does. It does. She's yeah. found him to be exhausting, and they were engaged. They did that movie together, and they were both coming up at the same time. But she's like, he likes I, he likes to think that he's not a Hollywood guy, but he's so a Hollywood guy. Mm. Well, he's a quite out. And he had to try his... a utility a utility kilt the next time he's in Haiti working. He might enjoy the breeze between his legs. Listen, Harry Styles is all I'm going to say to Anybody, this. Anybody, but I mean, it's but like I know he was trying to explain something about his stupid movie, well, which I actually heard is a good movie. Too bad I shouldn't call it that. But he does. No, it's he stupid. does not know how to talk. As we know, anytime we've seen him on a couch, nine times out of ten, he's awkward. Yes. And, you know, there's always that mystery between Sean Penn and Charlize Theron. What the heck happened over there? I think he physically punished her oldest kid.
mm. in front of her, spanked him or whatever, spanked her. I don't, I don't know which one's old, whatever, but I think that's what happened because you can see him being bossy. Oh, I've had kids before now. Yeah, they're this is what you do. This is what I did when my kids were five. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, yeah. Sean Penn, the Hollywood guy who doesn't want you to think he's a Hollywood guy, but he's absolutely a Hollywood, Hollywood guy. guy. He sure is saying some out of touch Hollywoody things. Oh, so okay. good for him. Yeah, yeah and he played yeah. Harvey Milk. He won an Oscar for he it. He won an Oscar for it. Well, hold on to that Oscar. I don't yeah. see another one coming. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend. Bye. On that note. So, so, so um, what are you doing this weekend? Time for Weekend Picks. Presented by AARP Minnesota. You doing anything fun this weekend? You know, we should do something this weekend. Anything interesting going on? Any recommendations? We need to have some fun. Here with fun stuff to do this weekend are Lori and Julia. Grand, we're going to have you do your weekend picks. Don't first take too many. Surprises, but go ahead and have them be sports if you want, because I do. Even I am aware that this is a huge football. Th- this weekend. is a big weekend. Okay, well, I'll do my watching stuff, okay. and I'll just do a couple things right. that you should check out. Plus, we'll do what games are on this okay, weekend. Okay, thank you. So, fun stuff on Apple TV. It's the series premiere of After Party. It's tonight, and it's a murder mystery comedy set at a high school reunion after party. Oh. We want to watch this, I, don't we? Yes. Yeah, we talked about this. This looks like a fun. Each of the eight episodes shows a murder from a different witness perspective. The cast includes Tiffany Haddish, Dave Franco, mm-hmm. Ben Schwartz. We mentioned this. Alana Glazer in it, who's fantastic, from uh, Broad City. Oh, yeah. So this should be a fun one. That is on Apple TV tonight. It's called After Party. After Party. It does sound good. Doesn't it sound good? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then uh, on Disney Plus, for the kids, we've got the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. It's a spinoff of Ice Age movies with uh, Simon Pegg returning as the Eye patch wearing weasel. So mm. if you want some for the kids tonight. And then also we've been talking about this all week, Friday night, 8 p.m. on Lifetime, A and E and Philo. We've got part one and two of the Janet Jackson four-hour event to celebrate the 40th anniversary of her first album. Now so just three and four, then Saturday night. Yes. So we're getting all four hours yes. this weekend. Okay. Yes. And then finally, here you guys, this is what's on for football. So Sunday at three o'clock Eastern, so two o'clock Minnesota here, Central Time. We've got the AFC championship game between the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Cincinnati Bengals. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs, right? We're rooting for the Chiefs here. And then uh, after that, it's 5.30 Minnesota Central Standard Time. We've got the NFC Championship game, which is the Los Angeles Rams against the San Francisco 49ers. And the Rams are playing for a chance to play a home Super Bowl, which would be kind of fun. Okay, so call me dumb, and I love it. But so if whoever wins these two games are the ones going to the Super Bowl, right? And then we have a week off, and then the Super Super Bowl. Bowl. Okay, Okay, thank you. Super Bowl weekend is the day. Super Bowl is the day before Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. the 13th. The most romantic day, the day before. Valentine's the day. The day after. Yeah, the day after that. Oh, Everybody... no, it is the day before. Yeah. The 13th then. Yeah. yeah. Sunday the 13th. Yep. Already forget about it. First off, okay. I'd like to say thank you formally to Grant for not stealing mine because I took the obvious oh, ones. Oh, you did? Yes. I took the St. Paul Winter Carnival. Yes. Yes. Go, uh, go crazy. Go Vulcans. I'm obsessed with the Vulcans. Um, my mom's friend dated one of the Vulcans when really? we were growing up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he came to a lot of events. And uh, so they're probably going to be prowling around Mancini's tonight mm, too. All oh. the other bars on West Seventh and around there, writing V's on everyone's faces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, if you try to explain what the uh, Winter Carnival is or the Vulcans are to somebody out of town, they will look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I've never tried to explain it. I know. I, I run away as soon as I see a man in a red jumpsuit with I know. goggles on and a black hat. <laughs> in my younger run! years. In my younger years, I would get a little closer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so 
this uh, it started on Thursday. They started, but they have to stop Saturday at 7 p.m. They have the, you know, the ice carving competition that they do for this intense 48 hours, and we get to see them, and then they mm-hmm. vote. Um, so that's going on right now. And then, of course, you can do um, all weekend, starting uh, today, the you know the art ice carvings that they just have there as well. So oh, yeah, it's always fun to go there before they give up. The, they stop the competition because watching them perfect weather. I mean, I yes, it's cold, but if you're dressed for it, I mean, and it's so beautiful, beautiful. there. I I do have to say that that's something I don't even mind walking around for. Mm-hmm. Um, today till nine p.m. they have the uh, royal coronation, so they'll have you know. All of uh, King Borioris Rex, the, I don't even know what number we're on, like the 50, I don't know, 34 or whatever. Um, and Aurora, the queen of the snow, she'll be out as well. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I would love to hear if people are looking for um, the medallion because that we used to do that all the time, just yeah. go search for it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it was just my mom's way of like, <clears throat> us burning off energy in a park, right? Right, well, well, just you're digging, just up. doing things, yeah. To do, like go, oh, we gotta look for the medallion. Yeah. Go dig up random holes in this park, yeah. Um, and then the one that I loved a lot another time in my a wilder days in my single days, just go tonight and tomorrow. They have the world's toughest rodeo. I've never been. I'm sure it's amazing. I've been. I'm sure it's amazing. It's really fun. But I'm gonna tell you, you can benefit. By pure proximity, by going to, I, I used to be a big fan of Tom Reed's, and I'd go to Tom Reed's, oh, and you would just see, first off, the men that go there, a lot of guys, a lot of guys. A lot of guys. and tight jeans, yeah, and Reeds. buckles. You were possibly a buckle bunny. Not, oh. <laughs> I hit it in my big hair, yeah. my bunny ears. Nice um, reference. I, yeah, I was, it was some of my favorite nights and then they will finish and then those men come out and about. It was totally fun. Casey and I went a couple of winters ago and we were just, it was, it was a blast. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Okay. All right. Well, it is, I got some music. I don't even know if there's any tickets left because this guy is a living legend. There might be a few tickets left for Saturday night. I'm not sure about tomorrow night. He's playing at the Dakota I know John Bream, I think, has a story uh, tomorrow running. Bobby Rush, mm. who's blues legend. He's 81 years old. He His moniker was called King of the Chitlin Circuit. Oh, wow. Which was, he played all the blues places down south. And, I mean, he's just been around, and he's played the Bayfront Blues Fest. And, I mean, I'm telling you, even though... He's a year older than my dad. When uh-huh. I saw him a couple years ago, I was like, I could break my thing for this guy. He, <laughs> Your age Bobby, limit? Yeah, my eyes. Because everyone, uh, yeah. my imaginary lovers have to be a year older than my stepson and a year younger than my dad. So my <laughs> age range is 37 to 79. Mick Jagger just there coming in. There we go. But Bobby, there's he's 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 incredible. So we're, I'm just going to play. We're going to play a little of his his the song that was a hit like fifty years ago, Chicken Head. Oh wait, I was I have the Walker Hayes song. Oh well, My- that's that's all right. We can come back and play that. But he's playing t- tonight and tomorrow night. Also, Dan Israel, one of our favorite singer songwriters from here, he's at the Astor Cafe at St. Anthony, Maine, which that is a great place to listen to music and get you know cozy. And Dan is just uh, he's an incredible singer songwriter. And then um, tomorrow night, the good, the bad, and the funky, you're playing at Bunkers. Mm. So, you know, they are always fun to dance to. You got my song? I'm, it was, it's Bobby Rush, right? Bobby Rush. Bobby Rush. Chicken uh, Head. Chick- I mean, he's just a blues singer. Oh, 
Lori. Yeah. Like, wow. Uh, I mean, and that's us. what you say. I mean, my g- girlfriends and I were just like, wow. Anyway, Bobby Rush. So, uh, and then, so tomorrow night, Good, the Bad, and the Funky at Bunkers. And then, I don't know if this show is sold out. It's at the Palace Theater. It's Walker Hayes. He's got the song You Girl, which we love. We love this one. This song. That would be a fun show to see at the palace. I know. Because I am a that's buckle a small, bunny. <laughs> yeah, you are a buckle bunny. Anyway, so he's there tomorrow night. Yeah, that would and be a I fun. And I know show. I will I do know um Dakota and Palace, you gotta you gotta show vaccination card yep, or because they're owned by first Ave. Yep. Yeah. And the Dakota, I think they just they may I'm not t- be part of it. Some of the best shows I've seen are at the palace. The acoustics there are be- I haven't been to a show there it's, yet. Really? It, no. That's the insane to me. Yeah. Like you That's surprising. You? Yeah. Well, people, you know yeah. what? It didn't open long. I mean, it was I open know. not long before COVID. Yeah, I know. When they reopened We got to get you there, yeah. I'm going. I'm seeing the suburbs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, The yeah. suburbs. I remember that song they came out with earlier this summer. That was yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, a lot of, um, we've had a lot of good music and a lot of good stuff today. People, if you missed our show, you better listen on the podcast. I know. Yeah, today one was a good one. Our, one of our best. Okay, uh, when we come back, um, I am going to give you a few pickup lines, oh, Brittany, because I want you to just guess to whom these are being directed at and Love see it. if you can guess. And then also, um, our song today is a Hootie Fest song. Yeah. Julia is at Hootie Fest. <laughs> so we're singing Wagon Wheel. I told you her goal, right? She told me last week on air. What? Is that, so, so I'm pregnant, so she figured... She'll also get pregnant there, and it'll oh. work out perfectly. <laughs> she did say that. I that forgot. That would be a miracle, baby. <laughs> that would be a yeah. miracle, baby. So, hopefully. Miracle, I baby. hope so. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just, you know, anyway, the report is she's having a blast. Yeah. And so glad Love she that. made the plan. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, I feel like we're having such a musical day we here. We are. It's been yeah, it very is. musically focused, even right down to... I mean, how many times have we mentioned Bob Dylan today? I mean, we're singing Wagon Wheel, and of course, Wagon Wheel is a song co-written by, by Bob Dylan. Thank and, you for saying that. And the other guy from Old Crow Medicine Show. That's You know what? And that's I appreciate you saying that because a lot of people know this song from Darius Rucker. But, right. old, but Old Crow Medicine Show was where a lot of people fell in love with it. And then I learned from them that it was actually originally written by Bob Dylan. And that's the beauty of this song. Also, the fact that Darius Rucker sings it, but there is a lot of history to that song. Yeah, well, it's co. There's co-writing because Bob Dylan wrote the chorus in '73, Mm -hmm. and then uh, Catch Secker of Old Crow Medicine Show added verses from 25 years later, and then there's different uh, other different inspirations and stuff. But yes, yes, and uh, very funny because Darius Rucker didn't he have to give money to to Dylan. For mm-hmm. Dylan and I believe he also ended up giving money to, to, to Old Crow too as well. Yeah, but, but for a sampling for a, like a different song, I'm thinking. Oh, of. oh, yeah, I don't I know. I can't remember. Anyway, but we're doing Wagon Wheel because Hootie and the Blowfish have <laughs> played every night of Hootie Fest. Yeah, and she sent and us she's a heard clip it every night. Yes, and everybody knows that song, so we have to just. Sing that song. I think it's the kind of group, though, that it doesn't hurt. They, obviously, these people want to hear songs the same over and over. Absolutely. And I do think that probably sometimes they don't remember some of the nights they've heard this That's again right. and again. And this I, is one she might be hearing right now. Right now. Right this second. Okay, but Brittany, I have to give you some pickup lines. I know. And I want you and Grant yes. to think who is the target 
Where would you use these okay. pickup lines? Okay? Who's this going to fall on? Who's it going to fall on? What category of people? I gotta. It's so obvious. So I gotta really so obvious. Um, it's so obvious. It is. Um, let's see. I'll do. Uh, do you pee here often? Um, a dog. Uh, damn it! That's all it took was one line. Do you what? Pee here often? <laughs> what? Dog owner pickup lines. Yeah. Come on, don't make me. That's where I met my husband as a dog park. Really? Did you, was I mean, no, I mean, it wasn't like we met there accidentally. We went uh, our first date. We met okay. on Match, and I then went. our first date was a dog park. That's great. Yeah. Hey, gorgeous. Can I buy you a liver treat? Mm. <laughs> Come on, don't make me beg. Bark, bark. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Look at those puppies. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Anyway, you had me at woof. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. But I mean, it's... You want to be on a short leash? Yeah, your doghouse or mine. Mm. <laughs> I love to be pawed. Do you pee here often? Oh, we already used that one. <laughs> How do you like belly hey, rubs? Hey, want to help me burn my bones? Oh. What did you say? But How do you like belly rubs? Oh, yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> Right to a man's heart. Right I know, right? <laughs> right? And then I'd be like, don't touch my belly, you monster. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's. I think that's a great so place. So if you're at a dog park, you know, pick and shoot, there are doggy pickup lines. I think that's a great place to meet somebody because mm-hmm. some, I mean, I all my friends go to dog parks. We always go to dog parks. And so... And you obviously have something in common, unless you're just went there without a dog. But <laughs> or you've been like people I know and borrowed a dog to go pick up somebody. There you the, go. There are a lot of young men in the frat world that uh, mm-hmm. rent puppies for a day, take pictures, and put them on their dating uh-huh. profiles. That uh-huh. is a very common thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. If you ever want to have a puppy party for that purpose, you could do it at Secondhand Hounds, and all the proceeds. Why do they call it catfish then? Why don't they call it dogfish? Dogfish. There you go. All right. Is it time to sing, do you think? Or is it too early? Uh, yeah, we can do it here. Just give it a second here. Okay. We're going to, we, of course, we're going to do the Darius Rucker version, the one that like, yeah. everybody for, knows. For, for Julia. Julia. And it's always the one that we always I cannot wait. Play. I cannot wait for Monday. I want to hear everything. And by the way, just so you know, a high school friend of Bob Dylan's brought home a bootleg from a family trip to London with this rough outtake of a song called Rock Me Mama. Mm. FYI. So there's the going, kept going through his mind. Here we go. Sing along, why don't you? It's so good. So good. That's for you, Julia, and all you other hootie festers. Yeah, have the fun in your fun hat. <laughs> I forgot about the hat. Job I... done. Off you go.